Hey guys, before we dive into the show, I wanted to tell you about my new trailer music toolkit, which is 100% free and you can download it right now over at richardprin.com forward slash toolkit. This toolkit contains... Firstly, my perfect trailer cue blueprint. It also contains a handful of one-shot samples, like huge trailer hits, pings, plucks, brahms, booms, transitions, and downers. Perfect for beginners, pros, and everything in between. Okay, let's get into the episode. One man. One microphone. And one medium-sized coffee. Welcome to the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about a really, really long hangover. (laughs) 15 years of hangover. Well, yeah, yeah, almost 15 years now. Uh... So this is about, I think, an issue which a lot of you will relate to. Now, when I started out back in 2007, I started on custom immediately. Uh, And it wasn't in trailers, it was in advertising. So this was back when I didn't have a smartphone. Uh... Internet access wasn't quite so available in 2007. And uh, the way it worked was the people who are writing for at the time, Busy Hawks, they would, the music consultants would send me a brief. Today, we're looking for this. It's basically they would extend music searches to me. And if I had the time to do it, I would pitch for it. And then I'd send off the track that day so in the mornings per se i'd get a brief for like some upbeat electronica i'd write an upbeat electronic track send it off and then i'd get feedback same day send it off and what that started was this thing that i'd never had before which is wanting to check my emails so i was I was kind of tense about checking my emails because I wanted to find out if there were any briefs coming in the day. I wanted to check my emails to see if I was getting any feedback that day. And I obviously wanted to check my emails to see if I'd won anything or if clients had liked what I'd sent over and needed some changes. At the time, it felt super, super exciting. And to be honest, that stuff still feels exciting. And that's the issue. It's so exciting that you want to check to see, you know, have I had an email about an album I'm working on? Have I had an email about a custom I'm working on? And that kind of started this this need to check my emails every day, which I don't think is uncommon, but back in 2007 when it was like, oh, emails, they're just things that you put on forms. <laughs> or, you know, you have when you're a part of a, you know, you need a school or it's something I have at my work. So it started me on this... I guess you'd say downward spiral of checking my emails all the time. And let's fast forward a little bit to when I started working on working with publishers, that more publishers, I should should say, because that continued, you know, have they sent any 
uh, album briefs out today? Have I had feedback on my tracks that I sent over? Have I landed any placements? And those three things keep have kept me checking my emails over and over and over and over and over again. And so, you know, when, when it was really bad, it was, you know, it would be, and especially now, it's, it's smartphones have made it kind of dangerous. You know, this kind of almost whenever I've, whenever I've got a moment of silence in my head, boom, check. Ah. And that's the addictive nature of it. So again, let's fast forward uh, to, the, to, you know, when smartphones became really, pro- really popular and prevalent. And your ability to check your email wasn't it wasn't low, you know limited to going onto your computer. You could now check your emails wherever you were, whenever you wanted, at any point. Oh, I'm just going to go to the toilet and check my emails. <laughs> oh, this bit of this film is boring. I'm going to check my emails. And honestly, it became a big issue. And it still is a big issue, this constant checking of my emails. And and it's something I have been sort of trying to address in this last 12 months. Because, as you know, I'm, I'm very keen on having a healthy work-life balance and having a, a healthy attitude to my work. But sometimes these things creep up on you. And, and also, because everyone around us is checking their phones all the time, you go, well... It's like when you go to the pub. You know, sometimes when you go to the pub and you hang out with your buddies and then and then one of them just checks their phone, you go, well, if they're checking their phone, I might as well check. Or someone goes, right, I'll get the next round and they go and get the get the drinks in and you go, well, I don't want to sit here looking like a numpty, so I'm just going to go and uh, check my emails. Or whatever it is. It, it, your crux might not be emails. It might be Instagram or Facebook um, or TikTok or whatever it is or BBC Sport. I've got rid of most of that stuff off my phone. I don't have social media on my phone uh, because I don't trust myself enough to not check it. (laughs) It sounds like a a really bad admission. But there is a reason I'm talking to you about this. And it's not because, like, I'm a recovering email chacoholic, uh, which I suppose I am, Um, but it's because it has implications to us as creative people. I watched an amazing Bo Miles video. Uh, Bo Miles is an Australian YouTuber who I've mentioned before in my podcast. Uh, he, I love the fact his output is sporadic and unpredictable, and yet the quality is amazing. And he's still got a huge amount of subscribers, huge amount of uh, followers, and, you know, I'm a huge fan. Uh, he mentioned that he was doing this project and he said, and I made a big mistake in the morning because before I started the project, I checked my emails and he said, and I was in two minds for the rest of the day. And I thought that summed it up absolutely beautifully that when you check your phone, whether it's emails or social media or whatever it is, when you check your phone or check your emails, even on your computer, when you check these things, all of a sudden you're out of that mode and you're in work. You know, like if I'm taking my daughter out for the, for the day, I desperately try not to check my emails before I leave because otherwise when I'm with my daughter, I'm thinking about those emails I didn't reply to. And it becomes an 
absolute pain because you are in two minds throughout the day. And that sucks. And if you think about the implications of that as a creative person, somebody who's writing music or creating art, you don't want to be in two minds whilst you're doing that. You want to be focused on the job at hand. And I've found that if I start by checking my emails when I'm, when I'm writing, I will keep checking my emails when I'm writing. And it's, and it's if, so, if I was stepped out of myself, I'm looking back and I'm going, hold on, you've just wasted 20 minutes of your writing time checking your emails. And I think I, I kind of trick myself into this like, oh, I'm actually being super productive because I'm actually doing two things at once, which is a load of rubbish. I'm not being productive. I am diminishing my returns by being in two minds, by distracting myself from the task at hand. And I'm kind of bringing this to your attention because it's been brought to my attention. Uh repeatedly over the <laughs> over the years i've been aware of it for a long time but I, I i tricked myself either by sort of saying i was being super productive or that you know i'm just so busy i don't have time to not check my emails or that people will flip out if they don't get a response from me so in answer to those things people flipping out in, if they don't get a response to you people need to understand everyone has boundaries <laughs> you know if it's urgent, they'll ring you. And if they're not ringing you and they're saying it's urgent, then <laughs> they're unloading their own stress on you. You know, it's it's not great to have those type of people who don't respect your boundaries where you're like, no, I can't work today because I'm not working today. I'm having a day off. Or even I'm working on another project. You know, that used to worry me a lot, not responding to people. Would they stop hiring me if I didn't respond on that day? No. Rubbish. <laughs> you know, there's a couple of days window, like at the least, you know. It's just, there's so much stress around emails, you know, the, and now it's like instantaneous. We all know we all get our emails straight away. So we all do expect a response and we shouldn't because we all have busy lives and we're all focusing on what we think is important. And we're all struggling like crazy to not check our phones, not go on social media. You know, I find it fascinating. I don't really go on Facebook as much as I used to, if at all. But I find it fascinating how active so many composers are on there because they're doing that thing that I do, and, well, I'm trying not to do so much, where it's like, I'm writing a track, I've got a five-minute, you know, oh, I've, I've done something cool, so I'm going to reward myself by going on Facebook you know, and commenting. And yeah, I think it's great that people are adding so much value to other people's lives, but at the same token, it, it's taking its toll. It's definitely taking its toll on me, and it has been taking its toll on me for a long time. You know, I haven't been as present a parent as I would have liked because I'll, I'll kind of run away into my phone, if that makes sense. You know, I haven't been as focused a composer as I would have liked because I will run away into distractions. You know, like I said, I've, I've kind of taken a lot of things off my phone and I'm still, I, I want to leave my emails on my phone because I want it to be my test, my, my test of willpower. Can I not check my phone? Can I not check my emails? 
you know? It's like when you get those insights from your phone. That's It's like, hey, your screen time was down 20% this week instead of, you know, you're now on your phone three and a half hours a day. You think, bloody hell. And then it's like, how many times did you pick your phone up? 706. What? <laughs> how does that even work? How do you even do that? It's absolutely insane. Uh, so... I am doing my best to recover from this. And I put this blame largely on that kind of initial rush that I got from custom work. But I don't do custom anymore. Uh, you know, well, I, I I would if someone just basically said to me, hey, we love this track, can you add a bing here or a bosh there? Yes, great, you know. I don't, I don't do custom anymore, so I don't have that thing. So now I've just got the everyone else, the the every man problem, every person problem, I should say, the every person problem of, well, now we're all just addicted to our phones. And I don't want to get into like some kind of massive thing about like phone addiction. But what I do want to get you guys to think about is how is it affecting your ability to be present with yourself? How is it affecting your ability to be present with your friends and family? And how is it affecting your creativity? Emphatic silence. <laughs> yeah, I I just think it's I've so I've uh I follow a guy called Matt Giovanisi. He's got loads, he he builds websites and he's got a website called Money Lab. He's also got podcasts for it and he introduced me to this thing called Inbox Zero. And I was like, what is that? That sounds amazing. And, you know, it's basically that you you limit your time on emails. And when you do, it's focused. So you're, and you're basically kind of, the idea being that you get your emails to zero. No, nothing in your inbox at the end of every day. It's like, action the ones that need to be actioned. Ones that don't need to be actioned, you postpone for a day or whenever it is when they need to be actioned. And that was life-changing. I can't say I get it to inbox zero, but instead of inbox sort of 50 or 60, it's now inbox three to six, which is huge for me. So that's inbox zero. I mean, that type of thing where you just say, actually, I'm going to be really focused with my use of emails is the same thing I've been preaching about being focused with your use of composition time. I've always preached about having an allocated time to write music. Not mix, not master, to write, to compose. Whether that's one hour, two hour, three hour, four hours. I generally wouldn't say do any more more than three or four because, I mean, come on guys, you know you get knackered after that. You know it. You get knackered. You st- you know the the output goes down. Your quality goes down. Your mood goes down. So just stop and go out for a walk. Have some fun. So it's like, why haven't I been doing this with things like emails and social media? Now I don't have social media on my phone. It's it's like, oh, I haven't allocated time during the week where I go. Let's go on Instagram. And now, because I've kind of stepped away from Instagram a little bit, I go, blimey, I don't really, I'm not being rude, guys, but I don't really care about much of this stuff. But because you get into this idea of like, what's next? You know, swipe, 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 what's next? It's, it's insane. <laughs> it's crazy. 
I'm not by any means saying I'm immune to any of this. I'm kind of saying to you I'm too weak to have it on my phone. <laughs> um, just in case you think I'm being, you know, boastful or whatnot. I'm I'm not. I want to share this because you know what? That I found out about some of this stuff because of other people sharing it. It was brought to my attention about Inbox Zero by somebody else saying that they practice that. And I thought, that's genius. Look it up, guys. It's amazing. I might even do a post about it. Like, Inbox Zero for composers. Because it's so cool. I mean, even if you don't action everything within the initial principles, which I think was the, the initial... I can't remember the name of the guy who wrote the initial principles, but it was a blog post, basically. It started with a blog post. But if we can take that and just... If you can take this little sort of gentle nudge from me to hopefully improve that time you spend writing and that time you spend with your family and friends and the time you spend with yourself. It's amazing. Because I found, you know, looking back, I realised the habits I had were awful, you know. Taking the phone to the toilet, I mean, dude, come on. And you know, I know you're laughing because I know you do it as well. You know, first thing in the morning. Okay, I managed to leave my phone downstairs, so that's all right. But first thing in the morning, come downstairs, turn the coffee machine on, check my emails. What the f*** am I doing? <laughs> the same thing. I'd come back from an exercise class in the evening feeling super relaxed and awesome, and then I'd be like, right, let's look at my work emails, and then get stressed out. But I didn't see it at the time because I was so like, must check. You know, I felt a bit like Gollum, a bit Gollum-y. You know, I'd be like, my precious, check my phone. And that's the danger of it, you know. Um, and, you know, those of you who are parents listening to this or um, soon to be or hoping to be, it's when your kids start showing you that behaviour. Like when, when your daughter starts taking your phone into the toilet, you go, wait a second, you're not allowed to do that. Well, then why am I allowed to do that? You start seeing this behavior mirrored at you, and you go, actually, I don't want to have to have fights about devices. So if I can be the, the leading by example person, if I can be like, hey, I don't even check my phone between the hours of four and nine in the evening, then that is great. Not to say they're going to, my kids are going to listen to me, because, you know, I'm their dad. It's like, I had this great interview with Henry Winkler, who said, I'm going to completely mess this quote up, guys, just so you know. He said... I didn't realize my father was right until I had a son who thought I was wrong. <laughs> it was something like that, which I was, when I heard that, I was like, whoa, mind blown. <laughs> uh, it's really funny, you know, as a, you become a parent, and you go, oh, that's why they did this. Oh, you know, lots of things fall into place. Sometimes positive, sometimes negative. I've gone into a parenting trap now. Oh, parent trap. Anyway. What I would like you guys to do after hearing this, because, you know, although this is called the Trailer Music Composers Podcast, it's basically like, uh, I don't want to say self-help. It's not. It's, it's kind of like a, a gentle hug in the form of, like, motivational t speaking, you know? Hey, I'm a fellow composer and I struggle with these too, you know? Uh, you know, hey, I'm doing quite well, but I still worry that I'm never going to get a job ever again. <laughs> you know, it's that type of thing. I'm trying to say to you, hey, like, I'm not immune to this addiction stuff uh, with our phones or emails. And, you know, and actually it's a real problem for me. <laughs> uh, so what I'm, what I'm doing, sorry, just so you know, I'm, I'm pretending I've got my arm around your shoulder, uh, you know, just being like, it's okay, dude. 
I feel your pain. And let's let's improve together. Let's let's not check our emails as much. And if we do check our emails, let's try and practice inbox zero or something like that, where we can action what we need and get the tasks done that are requested in our emails, and then postpone the things that don't need to be done now. You know, be productive with our time and only check your emails at given times in the day. And I'm not talking every five minutes, because I know you're thinking that. I'm talking like after you've done your writing. Like do two hours of writing, then check your emails. Unless you're doing custom, then of course you'll check your emails first to see the uh, feedback from clients, etc. But then only action the feedback from the clients. Don't get stuck into those uh, those Keep Forest sale emails. You know, don't don't get don't get dragged into that stuff. Of course, unless there's an email from me. <laughs> then that can wait until the evening when you're on chill-out downtime. Um, it's that type of thing. It's, let's do this together. Let's, like, let's be empowered together. Try today to not check your social media as much. And if you do, make it count. I don't just scroll mindlessly, comment positively. If you do check your emails, make it count. Respond to emails. Don't put them off. And if you do put them off, put a reminder on them, either through like Asana or uh, within your email email account so that we can be better composers and better people. I think I I kind of want to put like emotional music under me saying this stuff (laughs) just because I think it would be really funny. Uh, But... Yeah, it's it's me kind of being like angry at myself for letting it take this long to get in control of myself. Because I always thought that like not checking my emails was the same as like not actively seeking out work. And that's rubbish. You know, or I always thought that not checking my emails would result in me not getting work. Me not checking my emails has meant that as much, has meant that I'm focused on the work I'm doing and I can I have a better sense of what tasks need to be done and when because I was just spending way too much of my productive time replying to emails that didn't need to be replied to. You know, and this is even after on this podcast saying, don't email me because I'll try not to reply. <laughs> not because I'm not a nice person, but because all it takes is for 10 of you to email me just 10 and I'm swamped like respond because I like to reply properly I don't want to reply like cheers for the email mate you know didn't have a chance to listen to your tracks but see ya I want to reply properly but the problem is if all of you emailed me asking me to reply properly I won't have any time for anything else uh, which is the nature of a busy person I guess um, but yeah let's do this let's take control of those tendencies, those almost like addictive behaviours brought to us through our smartphones and our devices. You know, let's treat ourselves like we would probably treat our kids. No, your, your time is limited on your emails now, dude. You've got 10 minutes, go. Ah, you know. Screen time is 15 minutes. Admittedly, screen time is... A, 15 minutes of screen time for us would be crippling. You know, the, the anxiety would set in of 15 minutes to write a whole track. But anyway, 
I really, really appreciate you guys listening. You're absolute legends. And I really hope this helps somebody, even if it's just one of you, who goes, oh, mate, I am checking my phone way too much and it's really interrupting my creativity or whatever it is. I hope it helps at least one of you, hopefully all of you. But, you know, even if it's just one, that's a win for me. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, guys. You're absolute legends. And I will see you in the next episode. Amazing. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I have something really, really exciting to offer you. I've put all 12 of my trailer music courses into a bundle called the Ultimate Trailer Music Bundle. And I've put it on for a very, very special offer. Head on over to richardprin.com forward slash trailer music bundle to get your hands on this awesome deal.